Hey there, everyone, and welcome to the Dayton Poetry Slam podcast once again. Uh, Sorry for the long break, but you know, hey, life happens. And this week's edition uh, is going to be back from June 5th, 2022, and there'll be the open mic segment of that show. So why don't you sit back and enjoy the poems, which is uh, the rights of the poets, unless otherwise mentioned that they're doing a cover. So let's kick back and enjoy this live recording back from June 5th, 2022 from Yellow Cap Tavern of the Dayton Poetry Slam. Ladies and gentlemen, trans and pans, and anything else I happen to sans, how you doing tonight? What the fuck was that weak-ass shit? You just got us demonetized already from YouTube. Damn it, please give a huge round of applause. Your hosts tonight, the hosts of the Goodreads Better Friends podcast, it's Aisha and Morgan! (laughs) Wow. We're so excited to do this. Hello, my friends. (laughs) Welcome to the Goodreads Better Friends live show. Uh, Thank you, Link. Nobody thought that was funny except you. (laughs) She didn't practice that at all either. At all. No. Mm -mm. (laughs) (laughs) How's everybody doing tonight? Obligatory blah, blah, blah. Let's do better. How's everybody doing tonight? (laughs) Woo! Yeah. (laughs) Cool. All right. We're pretty excited. We're nervous and excited. Yeah. (laughs) Something that we've done a million times. We're just Mm -hmm. like, I'm so nervous. All right, so as we know, it's Pride Month, right? Happy Pride. Happy Pride. (laughs) You want to go? What? Oh, okay, sure. So uh, what we want to do tonight is we want to invite anyone, if they want to, to, before they read their poem, share a quick little Pride story, if you want to. You know, it's not necessary. But yeah, yeah, so... uh, Yeah, we just wanted to celebrate Pride, do something a little different tonight. Kind of connect with each other, get to know each other a little better. I'll share mine. Okay. I am pansexual. Pansexual. If you don't know what pansexual means, it just means that gender is not a limitation. That's it. Um, I also identify as demisexual, which means that I have to have a deep, intimate connection in order to date someone. That's it. So (laughs) I came out when I was 23 because I did not know that any other like sexual identity existed because I never saw it growing up. But I can say as early as second grade is when I had a crush on a girl. So (laughs) yeah, that's my story. I'm bisexual. Uh, I came out when I was 25 to Aisha in the parking lot of Second and Charles. I had known her for a whole week. Yeah, we had just started working together. She and goes, I, like, I think I'm bisexual. I think I'm bisexual. It was great. It was a really fun journey for me. Similarly, I didn't know that there were more options. So uh, I knew that I liked boys, so I didn't think I could like girls. And then I definitely did like girls. So yeah, uh, lots of fun. Aisha is like, thank you for helping me find that in myself. So. Uh, yeah, <laughs> welcome to the Poetry Slam. It's and gonna be so gay, yeah. We should probably let somebody read poetry, huh? Yeah, but first, no, first. Oh. Do you guys wanna take like a big old selfie? Oh, fuck yeah. Yeah! yeah. yeah. We're gonna ask again later when you're more drunk, so, alright. <laughs> more drunk. My phone just went off. Alright. If everyone could just like, if you wanna like gather a little in the middle. Yeah. We want to see everybody's face. I love you all so much. 
So, <laughs> since no one put not to go first, Cat King. Woo! Bring it up, girl! That's probably her height. advertisement for the pizza bandit because I was like mid-slice so uh, get some pizza. Uh, my name is Kat King. Uh, my social media is at creativecat74. I've got two pieces for you. The first one's titled Insane. My trauma runs deep from the generational trauma that poisoned the alcoholic seed that fertilized my mother's egg to create me. Rooted in unworthiness, seeking validation runs in my veins like a track horse runs a derby race. But unlike the rider, I've lost control of the reins on a wild animal's back. And I just want control of my life back, so I pray to a God who was ignoring me when I was pleading for my dad's recovery, but right now I'm too insane to remember that because all I want is my sanity back instead of feeling like my sanity is under attack. Because all I've ever done is battle, ever since I battled my way out of the womb into a war zone of beer cans, mental abuse, and a broken home. And that broken home broke my heart and eventually broke me and pushed me to the point of instability and insanity. Because what is a good life if you've never known it before? And what is an opportunity when all you've seen are closed doors? And what does love look like outside arguments and hurtful words? I used to think I too was destined to hurt, not knowing how to allow myself to be loved, not knowing I was worth being loved because in my home, love was earned, not given. There were prerequisites, boxes needing checked, making sure I was qualified because I had to earn love because closed mouths don't get fed and some children just don't get good fathers or whatever that phrase said, but my father was a good man. My father was a man of the Lord, yet he mentally beat my mother drunken every night with the worst of words, telling her lies, calling her out of her name. But my father was a good man, so who would believe me? So I kept praying to a God who was ignoring me when I was pleading for my dad's recovery. But to tell the church this, I was insane. Thank you. Like I said, my social media is at creativecat74. Uh, the next time I'm performing uh, is June 17th at OKD's uh, Friday Night Flow. If you want the information, you can come see me. I've got the information for that. But this last piece is untitled, so. I like my men like I like my weed. Loud, applying pressure, able to put me a piece. Makes me laugh and allows me to be the truest version of me. I like my men like I like my liquor. Strong, smooth, a little bit sweet. Makes me lose myself in the moment and get weak in the knees. I like my men like I like me. Confident, loyal, goofy as fuck and can match my energy. But I'm perfectly fine with a blunt and bottle by myself because if you can't bring what I need to the table, I'd rather eat by myself because I'm not hungry for love. Just wouldn't mind a side dish of being taken care of. 
Because I desire a companion that complements my life, not completes it. So don't serve me a plate of low expectations and expect me to eat it, because baby, this ain't a carrion. And you can carry yourself out. Your DMs say WYD and want a match, and that's all you want to talk about. Because it takes a lot to catch my eye and my interest. I know what I can offer. I know what I could give. I could be the best partner as long as the effort is equal on both ends. But unfortunately, it's not how it normally goes. So another night of Netflix and chill on my own with a blunt and bottle by myself, and that DM from another goofy gonna come in saying WYD, boo, I'm good by myself. My name's Cat King, thank you. That was so good. Yes, good job, Cat. Hey, Morgan and Aisha. What's up? Are we on YouTube right now? We are on YouTube right now. Well, not right now. Like sometimes We're not tomorrow. on YouTube right now. He's Trick edit question. <laughs> Why'd you do that to me, Link? Because <laughs> I'm having fun not hosting. <laughs> um, but I am, one little quick uh, note. I am tomorrow going, instead of putting like giant chunk of show up, um, mm. I'm actually going to... Uh, chunk it up into individual poets tomorrow. Right. So keep that in mind. I'm going to do that one because, uh, you know, I was kind of watching our viewership just go boom. Uh, like maybe right. an hour and a half show is too long. But I may log, I may put the audio up as a podcast. Oh, that'd be good. I think that is That's excellent. That's idea. very put your hands together with Carmen Esposito of you. Yeah. Um, so <laughs> <laughs> Okay, yeah, uh, something that we didn't say earlier is Cat uh, Got It. It's a two-poem tonight, yes. so two-poem maximum. Um, if you don't want to be on YouTube for any reason, get a hold of Link and let him know. You know, we want to respect your privacy. He'll edit you right out. Right, and uh, just have fun. All right, our second poet of the night is going to be Tui. 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 How we all doing, friends? <laughs> Happy Pride Month. Um, I'm all about supporting whatever you want to be, so just keep being you. So <laughs> this is some new shit. Hey, Link, can I take the mic off? Yes. Sweet. All right. Woo! Yeah, I know, right? All right, so... This one's called, I call it self-invented. Um, it is basically about everyone has their own story, their own struggles, and all that kind of stuff. So it goes like this. These problems are always self-invented, and I feel too much. It feels like too much. Everything going on inside and out. Breathe in, breathe out. The negativity of news articles, or shall we say waking life, from school shootings to foreign wars, climate change around the world, to social upheaval close to home, your bullshit job to a desire to be alone, Connected yet isolated, whereabouts unknown. A responsibility as a citizen to make this right, yet the inner battle is a whole nother fight. A fire of the fan that flames grows ever so bright. The tea kettle screaming in the next room, the leaves teasing me, leaving me. Appreciate the shade grown from trees beneath. I just want to sip, enough to clear a throat. The one that chokes refuses to speak, even though it's better for me. Where is this life taking me? On a short fuse, those nights explode. A broken record, on and on they drone. I want someone to capture me, captivate, then eradicate me. Everything's ephemeral, always sentimental, can't ever hold a candle to being beyond alive to sleepwalking dead, spiraling out in shambles, those voices in my head. 
I'm obsessed with the mysteries of life. They're like a puzzle I need to solve, an egg to crack wide open. How much do we control, and how much are we along for the ride? A singular far-fetched purpose, a reality that's closer than you can believe. Some miraculous idea of where I want to be and the miles of distance it feels from there to my feet. Some common sense would prove there is nothing left to lose, yet heaven knows what I'm thinking. A skyward headspace clouding my judgment, a prefabricated profundity. Hopes and dreams, fears and doubts, here I stand trying to make myself. If life is a game, well, let's fuck around and find out. Thank you. so far two poems in well two poets in energy's good let's bring it up a little let's bring it up it's all right we'll get, get there it's get okay. all right uh so just keep drinking okay you're good or, or not if you don't want to but if you do but go you for should it. If you um, all right so our next poet coming to the mic is arian hi <laughs> Hey, hey, hey. Um, so, I don't have any prize stories, but I date a lot of gay females, so it works the same. But um, my, relation, my, uh, my next poem is gonna be about relationships. Here I go. Relationships. A relationship is a bond between two people that can be separated. Sometimes it tastes like Whole Foods, other times it tastes like jail food, but just because I'm in love with you doesn't mean I have to stay incarcerated. A relationship is a connection between two people of the same kind who don't look alike with different minds, but they think alike. From the outside looking in, it looks like love. They love each other from the inside out. Fit together so well, you would thought they had a tailor. Filled with so much intoxication, they're blinded by their toxic behaviors. It don't matter how much, oh, it don't matter how much he branch off, they will still stick together. It don't matter how much she lies, he will always forgive her. Cause he loves how she moans his name at night, disturbing the neighbors. Goes to be like Jay-Z and Beyonce, but turning out like Will Smith and Jada. But what's a relationship without drama? Relationships. A relationship is an argument between two people who's been holding their feelings because they don't know how to express them. Screaming how much they hate one another when all they want to do is caress them. Awkward silence on the way home. He's trying to have a conversation, but she's strolling through her phone because she don't feel the connection. She just wanna be left alone, so she put on her headphones so she could listen to her thoughts so don't have to hear them talking. But what's a relationship without communication? Relationships. A relationship is an agreement that you don't have to sign contract to. It's that type of love that'll have you sad all day until that significant other contacts you. Plans of the future, but we still reminisce in the past because it's hard to reminisce. Plans of the future, but we still reminisce in the past because it's hard to let go of the pain we both been through. But our relationship is something I never had, and I'm just glad that I could relate this to you. 
Thank you. Thank you. Let's give it up again for Arian. Thank you. And our next poet of the night is Morgan, reading her That's own shit. Me. Hi. So um, I have new shit. I don't get used to it, guys. I know. I know. I've started writing new shit for you, but it'll it'll dry up soon. I'm sure. So um, yeah, I finished this one this afternoon, and I just have to find it on my phone somewhere. Huh. That's it. Okay. So <laughs> um, this one's called, okay. I wrote this one kind of about being in a shitty place and the little tiny weird things that help me be okay. So this is called I Become Okay. My jog is over. I slow to a walk as my breath starts to even out and my body adjusts to the, to the new pace. I lift my chin to the sky as the sun bakes my sweat into salty crystalline armor. My gait is carefree as I sway my hips and pop onto my toes with each step, bouncing in time to the brash music of my youth. I become okay. I wave to the 90-year-old woman who takes a daily walk around our block. Her face is stern with determination until she looks up and locks eyes with me and she melts into a full-face smile gaze sweet as honey. It seems evident to me that this woman is propelled by the raw energy of joy. I know in her 90 years that she has surely faced heartbreak. Perhaps even she has struggled with the choking grip of depression. But she kept charging into life with the same determination with which she now takes each steady step, bolstered by the light that she has bridled in this world. Exhilarated with the thought of this woman and her strength, I become okay. My cat and I patiently observe a pair of cardinals passing birdseed to each other, beak to beak, in a movement that could only be translated as a kiss to my romantic mind. I know that this is simply a function of life, a process programmed into their bird brains on par with flying and shitting. <laughs> but I'll be damned if I don't make a soft noise of tender empathy every time they do it, a vision of two lovers who want nothing more than to nourish one another. I nestle my face against my cat's fur, grateful to observe such an intimate moment of nature, and I become okay. Thank you. <laughs> I stay here, don't I? <laughs> that was so good. Thanks, y'all. <laughs> All right, the next poet to the stage is going to be Teacher. Welcome, Teacher. I'm ugly, and it's time that you see through me. You wouldn't like me if you knew me. Like violence in a movie, it's fine until it's you see. Defined by that which you think of what you find once you seek. 
but the eyes of the beholders in these times have gotten colder so from my thighs unto my shoulders the light of youth fades from me looks can be deceiving the soot that you'd be breathing if you stood beneath my ceiling on my lingual carpet kneeling through my hazel windows peering the view from there's revealing Something brutal, something eerie. It's the truth which you're now hearing that I'm ugly. Oh, what's the matter, hon? You're not having fun. You didn't want to hear a sad song. Is your clown doing a bad job? Are you pestered by the gestures of the jester's black tongue? Does your chest hurt when I lecture on the endeavors of our damned sons? Are you vexed worse by my hexed verse or the breath work of my glass lungs? Well, expect worse, but I guess first, here's a measure of what the fans want. Sugar plum fairies, butterflies, and rainbows. Diversity, equality, human rights, and halos, angels, and pixies, and big beautiful titties, democracy, honesty, no more misused apostrophes. A world devoid of hypocrisy, but full of free coffee, utopias bustling, universal income functioning, the elimination of every last trace of human suffering. It all sounds so lovely, except for one thing, I'm still ugly. Thank you. And give it up for teacher. Woo! Yeah, that's some energy. Let's bring that energy. <laughs> Hey everybody, how are we doing? I'm gonna keep checking in with you. I wanna make sure we're all doing great, having a good time. Awesome. So, uh, our next poem, she's one of my favorites. Uh, it is our own Aisha. <laughs> Letitia, <laughs> chill. Uh, all right, I'm gonna read some old shit. Uh, all right, this is called Plastic Flowers. I spend all of my time alone contemplating what it means to have a home full of plastic flowers. For my next holiday spent alone, I will carve a smile into a pumpkin. I bet you didn't know I hadn't done that since I was a child, this fucking fly. Oh my God. <laughs> Wait, where was I? God, go away. Okay, I bet. <laughs> I bet you didn't know I had done that since I was a child. I make you so uncomfortable that you can't invite me to the party. When I see plastic flowers in houses, I don't know how I should feel. Does it mean they couldn't keep anything alive or does it mean they've experienced so much death that they can't take the loss of any other living thing? I spend a lot of time alone thinking about what it means to be me. Perpetual hooded figure always says the wrong things, always says the weird things. My relationships with other people never look normal. Plastic flowers because something needing you to keep it alive is an inconvenience. We don't know the root is rotting until the petals start falling off and it's too late. I spend a lot of time alone thinking about what it means to have skin. If God becomes the pilot, does that mean I don't have to think? Perpetual walking membrane, walking dead. Jesus Christ. <laughs> they say I laugh at it. Oh my God, this is fucking fine. 
<laughs> they say I laugh at everything as if that doesn't keep me alive. Plastic flowers because they don't move or grow. Perpetual hooded figure is perpetually standing still. Making, taking apart, and remaking handmade halos of plastic flowers. Hoping to never know death again. Never shake its hand no matter how detached from reality I feel. When someone plucks a flower from its home in the dirt, it has already died. But to you, it is just as beautiful in your hand until it wilts, the more it craves to be closer to the ground than the sun. What does it say about my relationship with the self if I am envious of plastic? They do hold things I often set aside for my next birthday spent alone. I will be the loudest in the room when the candles burn out. And the dog will bark. And the cat will chase the dog. And I will sit on the kitchen floor with a fork and think about how much time I spend alone. And that if plastic flowers held happiness, it would be infinite. That's that one. <laughs> All right, I'm going to read other people's shit. <laughs> this is called um, Revenge Body by um, Rachel Wiley. <laughs> and what if the rumor is true and there is a skinny woman imprisoned inside my bod begging to get out? And what if I swallow my toothbrush one morning and she were to sharpen it against my spine and shiv her way free, leaving this fat hole behind a cicada shell? Will you call her a thief when she comes to collect everything denied her for the sake of fatness? The racks upon racks of clothing, the unsettled for love, the unashamed sex, the glorious visibility, the basic fucking decency. All of it handed to her in benefaction no matter how rudely she grabs. I am not at all saying that this fat makes me any kind of saint. I am entirely capable of vengeance and pettiness in this very large body. But I am saying that I have never known this thin woman and I cannot but imagine that she has fermented inside me a bitter concentration of withholding, that she is so very hungry and so very tired of food that she would certainly come for what is owed her, the same fat you sneer at now, the same fat sneered at without consequence might be your one and only advantage, might be a gift, might be the only barrier between you and a pinless grenade who would wear your wedding dress better than you ever could while politely fucking your betrothed standing up on the very altar where you were meant to say your vows leaving you alone with only the cake for comfort. Thank you. Hey, Morgan. And Aisha. Give it up for Aisha one more again. Give it up for Aisha. <laughs> hey, guess what Jonathan and I are doing on Wednesday. What are you doing I on Wednesday, Link? I know this. Um, <laughs> you know what it is? What is it? What is I know it? it. We're going so, to Young's. <laughs> Jonathan and Link are going to be on uh, Wizo's Kaleidoscope program talking about this, probably. This? Yes, absolutely. We're the going to be Poetry Slam. Yes. This thing that uh, we do. If you're not familiar, um, we got a new Buddy Cop movie coming out. What time, what time does it? Uh, uh, 8 o'clock. It airs right? at 8 o'clock, but if you download the NPR One app, you can probably listen to it anytime you okay. want. Um, so, Wizo is on 91.3. Yes. <laughs> I was like, don't look at me because uh, I it. have no idea. Wizo is on 91.3, and uh, yeah, Kaleidoscope is a really cool program at 8 o'clock. Check out Jonathan and Link. I certainly will. Anything else? Oh, this is a good, good look for you. All right. <laughs> Let's have another poet up here. Let's have one of the people that's going to be on Kaleidoscope. 
We're going to have Jonathan. Jonathan, yeah, Jonathan. get <laughs> up here. We like him. Thank you. I got it off the internet. This is new shit. There we go. Cancel culture used to mean something in this country. It wasn't just a marketing strategy. A way for a PR firm to revitalize the floundering career of that one comedian you liked a few years ago? You remember their name, right? I don't either. But America used to grab tight to cancel culture. Hold it close, caress it, cuddle up with it at night, wrapped it up and handed it out like a gift, like a smallpox blanket at Fort Pitt in 1763. Then label them savages, label them godless, mass grave, no grave, just bury them like their history, bury it so deep that when it's finally dug up, it can be denied and justified, baptize the new truth like a Christian twisting testament into torture. Still, there was a time when cancel culture meant something in this country, turned human being farm equipment, cut out their tongue by cutting out their language, whitewashed their God until his face looked like our God, bleached it as white as the cotton they picked for free, wiped out scientists, wiped out authors, mothers, fathers, children, families. Cancel culture used to mean something in this country. Forked tongues, turned noose, weaponized poplar trees. Fuck your shitty little podcast. Your comedy show in a cornfield. Your get woke, go broke. Cancel culture used to mean something in this country. Body counts, mass graves, stolen land, bullwhip, crack, illiterate, malnourished, denied the means of upward mobility. Cancel culture used to mean something in this country. Come find me when your favorite millionaire media personality can no longer draw a crowd, a salary, breath. Come find me when cancel culture finally means something again. And um, I'm sure that you're all sick of hearing this poem at this point, but I'm, I'm, I'm just as fucking sick of reading it, and I long for the day when I'd, it no longer is relevant to anything going on in the world. I long for the day when it is no longer relevant to anything that's going on in the world. Also, um, you know, just like, suspend the image you see on stage because at best I look like a substitute summer school teacher right now. Like, I was rollerblading and they were like, dude, come teach summer school gym. And I'm like, okay, I guess. Good afternoon, class. Today we will be going over review questions for the math portion of your final exam. Please pay attention as these questions may appear on the test itself. One, there is a gunman on the mezzanine inside the school's main entrance that has a height of 15 feet. 
The gunman is five feet four inches tall. You are standing 20 feet away on the ground level of the school. Next to you, there is a trophy case that is four feet tall. If you shelter behind this trophy case, will it provide an adequate angle of depression to keep you out of the gunman's line of sight? Two, a gunman is holding an AR-15 rifle, which can fire 120 rounds per minute or two rounds per second. The average high school freshman can run eight miles per hour, which means it will take 25.6 seconds for them to run 100 yards to safe coverage. Assuming the gunman can accurately hit a moving target with the weapon in question 25% of the time, and the weapon will fire 51 rounds in the amount of time it takes the target to reach safe coverage, how many times should the average high school freshman anticipate being shot before they are capable of reaching safety? Three, there are 127 students in the school's courtyard when a gunman opens fire. 12 students will be killed instantly. 23 will suffer mortal injuries and die later in the hospital. 75 will suffer non-mortal injuries. 13 will escape with minor cuts and bruises. What percentage of students walk away from this incident with images of bullets tearing through flesh and their peers bleeding out in the schoolyard, permanently engraved in their minds. Four, you are standing 476 yards away from the gunman. He is using an AR-15 rifle. You have just completed a text to your parents, letting them know there is an active shooter on campus and that you love them. You are preparing to hit send when the gunman pulls the trigger on what will prove to be a lethal shot. The average bullet speed of an AR-15 rifle is 3,250 feet per second. It will take you nine-tenths of a second to hit send. Do you have time to let your parents know you love them before the bullet hits you? Five, James Madison High School has a student population of 932, a combined teaching staff of 232, custodial staff of 30, and an administrative staff of 26. If the active shooter kills or injures 32 students, 14 teachers, two custodians, and two members of the administrative staff, which group from the total population of 1,220 has been targeted in a high enough percentage to be considered statistically significant? Please remember, failure to pass this exam will prevent you from moving on to the next grade. Let's give it up for Jonathan. Thank you. That one's always a hard hitter. Stop that. Rude. <laughs> okay. So first, let me announce this. Um, there is a poetry open mic. I think it's also featuring 12 like local poets um, in Troy, Ohio. Yeah, you can see link about it. It's at poetry. It's called Poetry at Hainer, a mosaic of voices. Uh, there is going to be 12 local poets, including Steve Abbott, who we kind of know. Or Bill Abbott. <laughs> we I love, love Steve Abbott. Abbott. Oh, Steve Abbott. <laughs> Who's Bill Abbott? Different person. It's fine. I have no idea. It could be. Could be. Did like, I get they that got wrong? Steve Abbott to leave <laughs> Columbus? That's significant. Okay. All right. He's pretty cool. We like him. He's featured here before, yeah? Yeah. 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 So there are 12 featured poets, and then there's an open mic in the second hour of it. So it's in Troy, so check it out if you want to. I'm sure Link has more information. So oh, we have Steve, flyers that are going up, too. So Steve Abbott and Rose, uh, who are reading at that, host the longest-running poetry series in Ohio history 
the Poets Forum in Columbus at almost 40 years that they've yeah. been doing a poetry show. Okay, right. that's amazing. That's really cool. It's longer than the Dayton Poetry Slam. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so we have about 10 more poets left in the open mic. Um, I'll say we do two more poets and then take a break. Two more than a break, Link? Okay, cool. Is that good? Cool. All right. Okay. Stop. So can we call this the penultimate, or are we kind of iffy? Of the first half. It's up to you. You're the host. Yeah. <laughs> oh, okay. yeah, we're just going to sling that word all over the place. <laughs> this is the penultimate of the first half. Stop that. <laughs> All right. So the penultimate of the first half is going to be Brave Nate. Give it up for Brave Nate. Woo! The woman of my dreams, I only see her in my sleep. Right up under her, my eyelids, that's the only place where we meet. I take good care of her, my hands are always on her feet. I don't have to ask her for much, she's always asking me what do I need. My kids aren't even heard, but she always takes good care of my seeds. Her character is impeccable, she makes it hard for me to ever be disrespectful. She does more than just lays with me, she also prays with me. I'm old school and she knows that I'm not just a texter. I'm more of a talker. She's become sort of my personal stalker, and I love it. I hear from her all hours of the day. She listens to what I have to say, and when it comes to my ambitions and drive, she doesn't get in my way. She comes to me with ideas and always asks me, when can I see her? She has plans for her life, and she's always asking for my take on it. I give her solutions and help her out on her dreams as well, so then we do the Barack and Michelle thing, and then we shake on it. She's my help meet, and I'm all her, and I'm, and, I'm her, and I'm her help also. I'm interested in her future and not just what's below her torso. She makes me laugh and always gives me something to think about. Can anybody take her place? Well, that's something that I seriously doubt. Some of you men out here have a woman like this, but you don't know how to keep. But I have a woman like this, but it's a shame that I only get to spend time with her is when I close my eyes and go to sleep. This is where I'm at in my life right now. I can't afford another soul tie. I'm tired of shit. I, I can't afford to listen to another bold lie. I refuse to cash app you another red cent. I refuse to keep helping you with your utility bills or for your rent. Dealing with you has been exhausting, mentally and spiritually draining. Then there's always then you're always needing help with something or another. Why can't you ask some other clowns that you've been entertaining? Oh, uh, I'ma just chalk it up as we just wasn't meant to be. I'ma just chalk it up as you just wasn't meant for me. Excuses, 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 that's all you ever make. You never give, 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 with you is only take, take, take. Day by day it's getting easier and easier to let you go. I have to hear it from my friends all the time. See, stupid ass, I told you so. Red flag after red flag, all the signs were there. But I guess that I loved you so much that my stupid ass just didn't care. You see, my toxic trait is I be loving people way more than I love myself. But anyone with any good ass sense would tell you that that shit is just no good for your health. I got to leave you alone. This time I'm for real now. I got to get away from you. I done took too many L's while being with you. I got to get to myself so that I can heal now. Ain't no beef. 
Ain't no bicker, but we also can't be friends. I got to be smarter this time and never let you get to that close to me again. Thank you. Gonna be like Morgan's preoccupied. Wow, you your first time hosting this show and you've already got the bathroom trip timing down. <laughs> That's right. Good for you. Like that. Right. right. Hey, I got a quick announcement from the bar. Yes. So coming um, right from the words of Sarah, the last call for alcoholic slushies is at the break, and it is slushy margaritas. They're so good. Is there is there are they discounted? Mm. That sounds good. How much are they? <laughs> What's the one that you have? Huh? The pattern that's, that's pride that or something beer. like that? <laughs> it's the pride beer. <laughs> the gay beer. <laughs> okay. All right. Did y'all hear that? Last call. Alcoholic slushies. Got it. All right. Cool, cool, cool. All Let's right. So, two more poetry. Yeah. <laughs> the last poets of the first part of the open mic is going to be Letitia. Oh, we love her. Everybody look at her hoochie daddy shorts. Compliment her hoochie daddy shorts. I'll be damned if I don't come out with these glazed yams. That was good and y'all know that. You know what, that lack of laughter just sounds like toxic masculinity and that's okay. You need to unpack that. And maybe put on some hoochie daddy shorts. I'm suddenly out of breath. Oh God, walking up them steps was a lot of work for me. So, oh, okay, I thought you were about to adjust the mic and I'm like, God damn it, I'm still that small. So, oh, thank you, thank you, baby. <laughs> Who's trying to slut this nigga out? Uh, <laughs> Speak, actually, okay, I'll do this first. So I'm gonna read, uh, it's a song. I'm not singing, fuck that. But <laughs> it's from, it's by a lady named Any, remixed with Georgia Smith, and it's called Pink Black Girls. There's pink black girls in my area code. Dark skin, light skin, medium tone. Perm tings, braids, got many afros. Thick lips, got hips, some of us don't. Big nose contour, some of us won't. Never wanna put us in the media, bro. Want a fat ass like a Kardashian? No. Want a fat ass like my auntie, yo. Will up the blood cot, tell her to reload it. I got the camera, my girls are posting. I need some backup, they're the ones that are rolling. Grow women things, so I never at risk. Mind my own business, so I'm never in mess. Who am I? I ain't baked. Get a slice of cake, want a house with a view and a new pair of shoes, keep it real from the jump. Gucci gang, little pump, little vibe, little bass, little kick, little snare, little lies, big truth. Do you? They don't care. They don't care, so get your ass out of the box and build up from there. I don't have a gang with me, but I walk with a gangsterling and rock Nikes cause we think they're clean. MJ, leather jacket, beat it, Billie Jean. MJ, leather jacket, cause I think I'm bad, but that's cool. I like it, the growth, the light, the pain, the fight. We love, we fight, we hurt, we cried. She paid the price, so we be all right. I think I need some time away. 
I, I took a little time today. I pray, black girls, we gonna be all right. Okay, all right, okay, all right, okay. Said, there's pink black girls in our area cold. These black girls need to be in the shows. Be on the one ways, just not mood boards. On top of that, I wanna see them in your team. Look at your crown, natural relax. Had a Gerald curl once soft and sheen. Where black, mag black girl magic is sometimes blue. Might have broken a headband or two. Waves my voice, you're gonna say that I'm angry. Kiss my teeth and you're gonna say that I'm hood. Kids at 16, you say it's my destiny. Driving a range, you think I'm up to no good. Give us a break to let us breathe, man. Give us a chance and let us achieve, fam. And I know that my hair looks different than today, so please don't touch my hair. Like, new hair, who's this? Old black bomber jacket and the Bantu twist. Look, mind over matter, I can't handle this, we fine. Took a second, the rewards and the risks. See, I think that I care too much. Bottle of some Cavassier, two cups. I got nothing to show, but you love to check my flaws and all my trials. I was black back when it wasn't even in style, but that's cool, I like it. The growth, the light, the pain, the fight. We love, we cry. She paid the price for me to be all right. I think we need some time away. See, black girls, it took a little time. I pray, but we gonna be all right. Okay, all right, okay, all right, okay. And that's that. The song is much, much prettier than that. So I wrote this an hour before having to come here, filling myself in my Hoochie Daddy shorts. New shit. It's Hoochie, it's Hoochie Daddy season. Who's trying to make me a single father? Yes, I am a woman, but that's not the point, okay? It's called Screets. This is a public service announcement, so please pay attention. With your hand in the back, raise your hand at the back if you can hear me in the distance. See, Letitia's villain era is finally about to you, oh, Letitia's villain era is what you're about to witness. Well, not really a villain, more like creating boundaries, but you get the sentence. See, this year, I am for the streets. And that's right, ladies, I am your AAA roadside assistance. See, for the <laughs> see, it's a, it's a thirst for hoochie daddies this season, and I'm gonna crunch it, and I'll be damned if I don't show off these glazed yams, cause serving thighs is my business. See, I'm for the streets this summer, and if I fail to mention, I'm trying to get slutted out, cat called little daddy, so ladies, don't be slipping on your pimping. See, I am just for, see, I am not just here for your blue viewing pleasure, nah, nah. You wanna pull these shorts off, baby, you gotta do a little better. No soul ties tying me down this summer, no longer tethered. See, I raised the bar of access to me. See, there's a standard that you will be measured. I've never hated the game, just only the players. But this time, I have a different certain rule. See, this game will be rectified. I open it, I'm open and honest about wanting to be objectified. My body is a temple, so come worship it. Can I get a testify? See, this summer, <laughs> yeah! Miracle! <laughs> this summer, the only cuffing I'm doing is to the bed with her ankles tied. I didn't want to be this. I'd rather been in bed with I didn't want to be. I'd rather been in bed with you next to me. I'd rather it was our sheets that were chaos and not our peace. I'd rather been holding hands with healthier friends, smiling cheek to cheek. I'd rather it be you in my room and not a memory in my mind that creeps. I'd 
rather it been us on a couch in your home and not in a bed with someone unknown. I'd rather been waking up to your face and not closing my eyes alone. See, loving you will always get the best of me. But right now, I'm giving the best to me. I'm healing and growing, seeing the best in me. So you can call me the cookie monster because I am in the streets like sesame. See, I smile her way and her thighs open like sesame. You in her DM, but she's sexting me. Be careful, be careful, I'm on my fur. <laughs> be careful on my ASAP Ferg shit. I'll fuck her for the irony. See, these are my terms and conditions to be slutted out with no commitments. Looking at me thinking about a relationship, trust me, is very tempting, but it is hoochie daddy season, so don't let that point get missing. So for the summer, I'm thotting and vibing all night, but I'd rather be home with you. So when you're ready, turn on the porch light. Keep Imagine having to go up after right. that. Oh my God. Yeah. <laughs> hey, right. Morgan and Aisha. Hey, What's Jonathan. What's going on at the next event we are having? Hey, our next uh, event is going to be a cover slam. So uh, basically, we're gonna you're gonna compete reading other, other people's, people's shit. shit. Yes. Or you can bring your childhood blanket with you and read your original poems while swaddled in it, Undercover. laying on the stage. Right. That Actually, you get extra points for that one. So. I was <laughs> going to sure. say minus. So that's going to be not next Sunday, <laughs> but the Sunday after that. Yes. Yeah, it's Juneteenth and Father's Day. I'm going to read a poem by my dad. You hosting? Uh, Letitia's hosting. Oh, yeah, night. Letitia's hosting. Hey, that's going to be even plan. higher energy hey, than whatever's happening That's going to be hype as fuck, okay? Yeah. If you were here for her feature, you know what you're in for. Oh, shit. It was so good. <laughs> All right, so that was that was it. We're on yeah, break that's now. Gonna end, All right, uh, how long half. is our break, Jonathan? 15, 10, 15, 10, 15. Actually, that break is going to be until the next episode of the Dayton Poetry Slam podcast. Um, don't forget, you can check us out online, DaytonPoetrySlam.com. Uh, you can also check us out on all social media: Facebook, Instagram, Dayton Poetry Slam on Twitter at Slam Dayton. Don't forget to come check out our live show at Yellow Cab Tavern, 700 East 4th Street, downtown Dayton, the first and third Sunday of the month. We'll see you on the next episode of the Dayton Poetry Slam podcast. Just remember, all rights are that of the poets unless otherwise indicated. All rights reserved. 2023 Dayton Poetry Slam.